Lord, we thank you for allowing us to hear your word today. We want to be spiritually awake. Guide us through your words of the Holy Bible. Also, by the power of the Holy Ghost, we are able to hear your words of prophecy, words of revelation. Please provide each and every one of the listeners the grace and spirit of wisdom. In the name of our Lord and Savior, Christ Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Meditation of the week comes from Psalms 96. O sing unto the Lord a new song. Sing unto the Lord, all the earth. Sing unto the Lord. Bless his name. Show forth his salvation from day to day. Declare his glory among the heathen, his wonders among all people. For the Lord is great, and greatly to be praised. He is to be feared above all gods. For all the gods of the nations are idols, but the Lord made the heavens. Honor and majesty are before him. Strength and beauty are in his sanctuary. Give unto the Lord, O ye kindreds of the people. Give unto the Lord glory and strength. Give unto the Lord the glory due unto his name. Bring an offering and come into his courts. O worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Fear before him all the earth. Say among the heathen that the Lord reigneth. The world also shall be established that it shall not be moved. He shall judge the people righteously. Let the heavens rejoice and let the earth be glad. Let the sea roar and the fullness thereof. Let the field be joyful and all that is therein. Then shall all the trees of the wood rejoice. Before the Lord, for he cometh. For he cometh to judge the earth. He shall judge the world with righteousness and the people with his truth. Amen. Today's message comes from 2 Kings chapter 22. Josiah was eight years old when he began to reign. And he reigned thirty and one years in Jerusalem. And his mother's name was Jediah, the daughter of Adiah of Boscath. And he did that which was right in the sight of the Lord, and walked in all the way of David his father, and turned not aside to the right hand or to the left. And it came to pass in the eighteenth year of King Josiah that the king sent Shaphan the son of Azaliah, the son of Meshulam, the scribe, to the house of the Lord, saying, Go up to Hilkiah the high priest, that he may sum the silver which is brought into the house of the Lord, which the keepers of the door have gathered of the people, and let them deliver it into the hand of the doers of the work, that have the oversight of the house of the Lord, and let them give it to the doers of the work which is in the house of the Lord, to repair the breaches of the house unto carpenters and builders and masons and to buy timber and hewn stone to repair the house. Howbeit there was no reckoning made with them of the money 
that was delivered into their hand, because they dealt faithfully. And Hilkiah the high priest said unto Shaphan the scribe, I have found the book of the law in the house of the Lord. And Hilkiah gave the book to Shaphan, and he read it. And Shaphan the scribe came to the king, and brought the king word again, and said, Thy servants have gathered the money that was found in the house, and have delivered it into the hand of them that do the work, that have the oversight of the house of the Lord. And Shaphan the scribe showed the king, saying, Hilkiah the priest hath delivered me a book. And Shaphan read it before the king. And it came to pass, when the king had heard the words of the book of the law, that he rent his clothes. And the king commanded Hilkiah the priest, and Ahikam, the son of Shaphan, and Akbar, the son of Micaiah, and Shaphan the scribe, and Asiah, a servant of the king's, saying, Go ye, inquire of the Lord for me, and for the people, and for all Judah, concerning the word of this book that is found. For great is the wrath of the Lord that is kindled against us, because our fathers have not hearkened unto the words of this book, to do according unto all that which is written concerning us. So Hilkiah the priest, and Ahikam, and Akbor, and Shaphan, and Uzziah, went unto Huldah the prophetess, the wife of Shalom, the son of Tikvah, the son of Harhas, keeper of the wardrobe. Now she dwelt in Jerusalem in the college. And they communed with her. And she said to them, And she said unto them, Thus saith the Lord God of Israel, Tell the man that sent you to me. Thus saith the Lord, Behold, I will bring evil upon this place, and upon the inhabitants thereof, even all the words of the book which the king of Judah hath read. Because they have forsaken me, and have burned incense unto other gods, that they might provoke me to anger with all the works of their hands. Therefore my wrath shall be kindled against this place, and shall not be quenched. But to the king of Judah which sent you to inquire of the Lord, thus shall ye say to him, Thus saith the Lord God of Israel, as touching the words which thou hast heard, because thine heart was tender, and thou hast humbled thyself before the Lord, when thou heardest what I spake against this place, and against the inhabitants thereof, that they should become a desolation and a curse, and hast rent thy clothes, and wept before me. I also have heard thee, saith the Lord. Behold therefore, I will gather thee unto thy fathers, and thou shalt be gathered into thy grave in peace. And thine eyes shall not see all the evil which I will bring upon this place. And they brought the king word again. Amen. Yeah, in this chapter you can see a scene where um, they're re rebuilding um, God's house. And they found the book of the law 
you know, just found somewhere, just thrown away like a, like a newspaper or something. Just before his judgment was upon kingdom of Judah, because of their fullness of, of apostasy and idolatry, God raised up the righteous king Josiah. He was only eight years old when he began to rule kingdom of Judah. During his 31 years of reign, he did what was right in the sight of the Lord and did go all the way of his father David, not to the right or to the left. Hearing the words of the book of the law found at the time, he rent his clothes, uh, or ripping it, tearing it away in pieces, and repented and told the people. In uh, chapter 22, verse 13, Go ye, inquire of the Lord for me, and for the people, and for all Judah, concerning the words of this book that is found. For great is the wrath of the Lord that is kindled against us, because our fathers have not hearkened unto the words of this book to do according unto all that which is written concerning us. At that time, most of the kings of Judah did not listen to the words of God spoken by the prophets Jeremiah or Isaiah, but all were leaving God to serve idols. But King Josiah rebuked all the people that had gone deeply under God's wrath, never keeping God's commandments as found in the book of the law. And he destroyed all idols. But God's judgment against Judah had already been set up, so that no one could avoid it. His son Eliakim and King Zedekiah did not repent, but rebelled against God until the end and were eventually destroyed by Babylon. But God spoke of King Josiah through the prophetess Huldah so that the righteous King Josiah would not see the tragedy of the judgment of the Lord God. In 2 Kings chapter 22 verses 16 through 20 Thus saith the Lord Behold, I will bring evil upon this place, and upon the inhabitants thereof, even all the words of the book which the king of Judah hath read. Because they have forsaken me, and have burned incense unto other gods, that they might provoke me to anger with all the works of their hands. Therefore my wrath shall be kindled against this place and shall not be quenched. But to the king of Judah which sent you to inquire of the Lord, thus shall ye say to him, Thus saith the Lord God of Israel, As touching the words which thou hast heard, because thine heart was tender, and thou hast humbled thyself before the Lord, when thou heardest what I spake against this place, and against the inhabitants thereof, that they should become a desolation and a curse, and hast rent thy clothes, and wept before me. I also have heard thee, saith the Lord. Behold, therefore, I will gather thee unto thy fathers, and thou shalt be gathered 
into thy grave in peace. And thine eyes shall not see all the evil which I will bring upon this place. And they brought the king word again. God sent King Josiah to the battlefield for him to die by King Pharaoh, as he said. Death of King Josiah in the battlefield was the mercy of God according to the plan of God for him, not to see the wrath using Babylon sooner or later, for he was the only man of righteousness before God at that time. And at that time, no one believed in God's judgments at all, and no one could have imagined why God had driven such a righteous King Josiah into the battlefield to die. God also spoken beforehand through the prophet Isaiah. In chapter 57, in book of Isaiah, verses 1 and 2, The righteous perisheth, and no man layeth it to heart, and merciful men are taken away, none considering that the righteous is taken away from the evil to come. He shall enter into peace. They shall rest in their beds, each one walking in his uprightness. At that time, King Josiah was the only one who knew God's wrath was imminent. So he rent his clothes and repented. Seeing this, God allowed King Josiah to die and rest in peace among his ancestors instead of facing impending disaster. Long time ago, God took Enoch to be translated into heaven, who had been walking with God for 300 years before the judgment by flood. Enoch is a typology of the Bride of Christ, walking with God just before the judgment of the world through the Great Tribulation because of the apostate of churches that have betrayed the Lord Jesus Christ. Even in the end times, like these days, like the ancient people of Judah, most churches have not regarded their idolatry as sin and they have no idea or belief in the coming rapture or great tribulation. Moreover, even after being delivered into the great tribulation, they may still not understand at all that they are being judged, but shall inevitably perish when judgment comes like a thief. Noah and his family typify the few who are to be saved in the great tribulation as if collecting small number of remnant of grain in the harvest field. Lord Jesus told us in advance that time will come when he returns as the Son of Man. In Matthew chapter 24 verses 37 through 39 he said, But as the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, until the day that Noah entered into the ark, and knew not until the flood came and took them all away, 
so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. Things haven't changed much, has it? We hear preaching of gospel of Christ today to repent and believe in the Lord Jesus Christ as the only Savior. But people are ignorant, just like the days of Noah when he was getting the ark ready. People today are also too busy eating and drinking, just like the old, getting married, all things of the physical. Even as they face the great tribulation, people will be the same, as the Bible says. After his resurrection, Jesus told Apostle John about the church to be raptured before the great tribulation and the other to fall into the great tribulation. One is the Philadelphia church and the other is the Laodicean church. When speaking of the church of the bride of Christ to be raptured, there is an open door within it. Since the door is already opened, he is talking about the door shall be closed when the Lord comes. Although the number of the members of the church may be of a small number and having only little power, it is the church that could do great works by the power of the Holy Spirit. Even if they have little power, they are never united with the Catholic as well as WCC, World Council of Churches, or WEA, World Evangelical Alliance, never willing to serve the idols. This is the church that is blessed to be separated from the Great Tribulation, wearing the crown given in the day of Christ, and reign with Christ in the Millennium Kingdom of Christ. You can read about it in Revelation chapter 3, verses 7 through 13. Unfortunately, most churches, as Laodicean Church, now being united with the spiritual whore, the Catholic Church, following human rights rather than God's rights, following all kinds of lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, and pride of life, and eventually all of them shall enter into the great tribulation to come, which leads them to the eternal destruction mentioned in Revelation chapter 3, verses 14 through 22. But remembering the prayer of Abraham for his nephew Lot, asking the Lord God mercy for him in Sodom, to be saved from the judgment of God against Sodom, we have to intercede for the foolish, foolish Christians still in the churches that belong to WCC and WEA, being united with Catholic churches, expecting the answer of our prayer so that God may save them at the final moment as God saved Lot from Sodom. You know, Bible tells us what idolatry is. Specifically in uh, Colossians chapter 3, verse 5. Mortify therefore your members which are upon the earth, fornication, uncleanness, inordinate affection, evil concupiscence, 
and covetousness, which is idolatry. Another word or definition for covetousness is greed. Wanting more than I need. Greed. Um, if we look back in 1 Timothy chapter 6, um, Apostle Paul mentioned, if you have food to eat and clothes on your back, be thankful and be content. Blessings to all of you. And may the grace of our Lord and Savior, Christ Jesus, be with you all. Amen. This week's message and previous recordings can be found on our website at WGMI.org. That's WGMI.org. You can also find us on podcast and on YouTube by searching WGM Church in the search field. For Android users, you can find us through TuneIn app. That's T-U-N-E-I-N by also typing WGM Church in the search field.